of the Evil G Podcast. I'm Colin, this fine fellow is Stu. Hello. And it's typical that huge big news hits right after we finish recording, so I wonder what's going to happen today after we're done. Uh, God only knows, uh, that's a good point. We should maybe just start postponing by an hour like we say right we'll record it this time and then we'll deliberately wait an hour but then even after we're done something will drop as soon as it's like as soon as we hit the done recording that's it drop that news now <laughs> yeah they're definitely doing it on purpose more on that yep. in a bit yes i think everyone's talked out the death already anyway but we haven't got a chance to say what we think so Fuck yeah it. we want our we want our little uh, moment on it First, we're going to talk about some games we've actually been playing. Um, Steve, mm-hmm. you want to kick us off then with what uh, so, what you played? I have I got King of Fighters 15 on the PlayStation 5 this week. Um, as as I've been saying to yourself, I want to try and get back into fighting games, and I always think the best way of doing that is to get a new one. Um, and I, I've always enjoyed the King of Fighters series. Well, I say always. I'm one of these. I'm probably considered a King of Fighters newbie because I've only been playing since number 11. Um, so we're up to 15 now and the one thing I have learned about King of Fighters is that I am not very good at King of Fighters um, <laughs> fuck me I'm bad but you know what it is a fucking amazing game um, so it's obviously the reason I first played King of Fighters was just that SNK amazing pixel art it was oh, that, that's what drew me in as soon as I seen it I had no idea what King of Fighters was but I seen this pixel art work and went fuck me I have to buy this game so I remember getting King of Fighters 11 on the 360, and since then I've, I've sort of got it each time. Um, so 14 is when they sort of done the Street Fighter 4 thing and went into you know 3D characters, but still a 2D fighter. And 14, I don't think, looked very good. Played very well, but didn't no, look the greatest. 15 looks fantastic. It looks so fucking smooth. Like, I think they've kind of made, tried to make it... They're obviously 3D... Uh, 3D models, but they haven't went completely down the Guilty Gear way, but they've sort of borrowed a wee bit from it. So it looks 2D for a bit, and then you'll do something, and then it's obviously 3D. Um, But it's the thing that gets you more than anything is the sheer speed of it. Like most 2D fighters, other than maybe Mortal Kombat, 2D fighters are usually quite slow. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, sort of, you know, poking and all that there. The fucking speed of King of Fighters is... I think that's what just threw me off the first time I played it. Like I said, I've played 14 and all the other ones, but there's just something about this one. It's just turbocharged. And they've got these... They've added some new mechanics in, which is pretty cool. But it plays really well. A ton of people to pick from. There's like 39 people on the roster from the start, which is kind of a rarity these days on a fighting game. Most of the times they'll give you half the roster and then charge you for the other half. Um, But 39 people, bunch of brand new characters, a good couple of returning characters. Uh, I couldn't tell you what the plot is. I don't really care. I I don't (laughs) think I've even touched the, I don't think I've even touched the story mode yet. I've been just mucking around online. Is there uh, any chance some sort of fighting tournament? (laughs) I don't actually think so. There was some type of fighting tournament in 14 and this literally picks off. As far as I'm aware, this picks off as soon as that fighting tournament is over. And something has brought people back to life who apparently were killed in other King of... It's just an excuse to bring characters back that were quote-unquote killed. So um, someone who I was actually a big fan of, uh, a character called Ash, he hasn't been in King of Fighters since 12. And I've, I've always been kind of raging he hasn't been back since then. 
Um, so they actually brought him back, which is pretty cool. Um, when he was first released, there was a lot of controversy about him um, because it was one of it was like the poison situation in Street Fighter uh, and Final Fight. Right. Yeah. Right, it was that type of situation. Um, but as a as a character, I just thought his fighting style was fantastic and all the rest of it. He was very. Um, I don't know if you ever played Street Fighter Three, but uh, there was a character called Remy in that who kind of stole yes. Giles' yes. moves. Uh, he's kind of like him play wise. Um, so he is. Um, but uh, it was good to see him back. The King of Dinosaurs is back, so I'm happy there. So I have uh, <laughs> Ash. I have my King of Dinosaurs, and I have I cannot pronounce his name. He's one of the main guys. I just call him the Zombie Dude. Because of the way he stands, he sort of looks like he's all punched over and zombie-esque. But he's, you, uh, you'll know him, he seems got the red hair. Red hair, you might be your, I'm not too familiar with King of Fighters. No, same, same. Much of it. Um, but as it says, I absolutely, I think it's an absolutely amazing game. Um, a lot of online, it, this game was clearly built for the online. Speaking of, I've obviously been playing it online. Not a single bit of lag yet on it. It is really well done. They obviously use that, what do you call it, GGPO. That, is it the rollback? That roll, that, the rollback thing. Absolutely amazing. Uh, so it is. Uh, I'm obviously getting bodied quite hard online because, like I say, <laughs> I'm pretty much a newbie when it comes to King of Fighters. Because uh, I never got to play the other ones online because at, at those times, you know, I was probably buying them when they were like a year out of date or something. Um, so this is the first King of Fighters I've owned since day one. And I'm getting absolutely destroyed in ranked matches. I do okay. I do okay in casual matches, but ranked matches, I think I have like six losses and zero wins. So I've just, I'm just staying away from the ranked matches now uh, until who, I get a bit better. Who cares about rankings <laughs> in a way? True, true. But, uh, Unless it's in wrestling, it's very important. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but apparently, to get the alternative costumes for characters, you have to get the a certain rank. And I'm like, oh, God damn it, I'm going to have to dip into this at some point. <laughs> but um, no, it's an absolutely fantastic game. Looks fantastic. Obviously, instant load times because of the PlayStation and, and all the rest of it. Um, I can actually tell I'm really enjoying it as well. This is going to sound strange. My thumb is sore. <laughs> and that's. That's obviously me just hammering away at a D-pad that hasn't had a lot of love for a good while. So but the stuff. D-pad on my PlayStation aye, is finally getting broken. So uh, i uh, looking forward to putting more time into it and just getting to grips with it more. But really good to be playing a, a brand new sort of play. Because obviously they, they re-released MK11 on the PS5, but that was just mm. MK11 with faster load times. This is obviously brand new you know, PS5 only fighting game. Because um, I don't think this is on the Xbox. I don't think King of Fighters has been on the Xbox you know, since 12 on the 360. Yeah. Um, 13, 14, and now 15, I think, are PC, uh, PlayStation only. Which is strange. I mean, there's probably not much of a audience on Xbox for King of Fighters. It's probably the same reason Street Fighter went Xbox only, to be fair, because I know the... That's kind of the fighting game community only. thing. I, uh, it's probably the fighting <clears> game only. The, the PlayStation is where you find your fighting game fans for some reason. Don't know, I don't know if this, this is still a thing, but um, no, it's, it's been fantastic. There's quite a few uh, fighting games on Game Pass, but it's a, uh, a lot of NetherRealm stuff. Um, you know, Injustice, mm, and mm. Mortal Kombat. Uh, you have Killer Instinct on there, obviously. Um, so I'm not trying to be funny. Would they be american made fighting games yeah they're all american mm. i don't know if there's That's... any 
Japanese fighting games on there. I think uh, that uh, that 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 one that's coming out re-released soon, that uh, Persona fighting game. I think that's on the Xbox. Oh yeah, I have a copy of that for the Xbox 360. You actually have a physical copy? Yeah, yeah. Holy shit, hold on to that, man. Why? <laughs> yeah, that's a rare game. Is it? Oh, yes. Huh. Hold on to that shit. Because um, right, it's not like Godzilla where it's a bad game and you'll you'll exchange it for a Switch. That's a good game. So it's, um, well, I've it never is. played it myself, but I hear loads no, of people it, talking it about it. It is good. It's really, it's, it was one of them first games that, like, you know, lower its bar to entry, um, mm. you know, where it made it really easy for someone who doesn't know anything about fighting games to get into. Like, <laughs> it was one of the first games to employ the, you know, the one-button combos. Yes, it's funny you should mention that because the King of Fighters 15 may have borrowed that a wee bit. So, yeah. oh, lo- <laughs> loads, of, loads of games. Uh, that's a, so that game and other games that do this a lot is Arc System Works. You mm. wouldn't think your you know, blues and blues, uh, guilty gear and all that stuff. Mm. Um, so yeah, do they, they do melty blood. I don't know if they do melty blood. Okay. Um, there's there's that many anime themed fighting games, mm. Mm. and if you were to guess, uh, Ark did this, you'd be in a <laughs> in a good shot of being ah. right. Mm. Uh, but yeah, they they employ the the one button combo thing, and apparently, according to the the uh, fighting game community, using the one button combo shit online is is real newbie stuff. And it's like, yeah, but I'm no good at doing the quarter circle back, full half circle forward shit. So I'll just hit square four times and do my super move at the end of a combo. Haha, <laughs> fuck you. <clears throat> yeah, sure. It, it, keep in mind, you're there to have fun. What? what? Yeah, yeah. It's in the game. It's not like I can go into the options and turn on hardcore mode. It's there. And I guarantee, in a desperate situation, the most hardcore player will break that out if it gives them a fighting (laughs) chance to get back in. So don't get me with your fucking ban hammer of noobiness. (laughs) We're all going to do it. But yeah, it is a great game. And I look forward to putting more time into it and trying to figure out my different teams that I like to play with. Is uh, Melty Blood the one that has fate characters in there i'm not gonna lie i literally only know melty blood by name because i remember oh, right. seeing it on the store one day and going <laughs> what the hell is melty blood i'm pretty sure it's one of the, like there there's a lot of um you know fighting games out there which feature like a lot of anime characters and that and they're sort of mashup type things i was thinking this mm. might have been one of the those um oh like that oh wait no is that just one show that that remember that one we were sort of interested in and neither of us picked it up uh a grand blue one oh yeah grand like grand blue yeah well no grand blue is its own thing that's a mobile game it is its own thing uh, um so the, it's type moon the is one of the developers down for this and and they make they own the Fate series and the art ah, looks right. very much like like that as well. I I played there. There's a there's a Fate Stay Night uh, fighting game out there. I think it's Japan only. I've played it on emulator. Hmm. It seems pretty decent. Um, yeah. So what I've been playing is not 
exactly a new game. Uh, so Cyberpunk came that out. Hot new game, Cyberpunk. <laughs> so it's, it's been a bit. Um, it's been over a year. It's like 14 months or something. Um, mm-hmm. And it's finally got its patch for the the current gen consoles uh the 1.5 patch which they surprised everyone with last week um and you can now buy it on ps5 and xbox series x slash s as a ps5 series x game um you're not just playing the ps4 one uh so yeah decide to grab it for ps5 and see how how it runs and it runs pretty well. Um, it's so, s- sorry. I was just going to say, is it a? Do you have the? Does it do a thing? We have the choice between like the performance or the graphics, or so you have a choice between uh, 4K 60, uh, which it does mm-hmm. a decent enough job of keeping uh, 60 frames going. Uh, it'll drop frames here and there, you know, like if it's saving, it'll, you'll see it drop yeah, frames. Yeah. And then there's a couple of areas where you can see it struggling a bit. Um, and then there's the option to turn on the ray tracing mode, which is 30 frames a second. I don't know why you would ever want to do that, though. Hmm. Does the ray tracing make a... See, the thing, the environment of, obviously, Night City would be pretty awesome, I'm thinking though with the ray tracing on does it make a big difference yeah i can't see much well i only switched it almost and i started as a nomad this time so i was out in the desert so maybe that wasn't the best place to <laughs> switch it on mm. <laughs> but i haven't switched it back on since uh man need that frame rate that's oh, the most important that. part um and yeah so they, they've added some other things there's no huge differences here that they've like if you look at the patch notes it's a lot of fixing and balancing um they've added things like uh, there's now multiple apartments you can buy uh, and you can change uh the look of your apartment um they've put in some new uh character creation options like new hairs and colors and stuff like that and um and I think that like, there's been new weapons and that added. Um, mm. I haven't seen anything massive so far. Um, and it's just made a lot of tweaks. Like the, the driving got a lot of work, which, yeah, probably needed. Um, mm. And they they rebalanced sort of the, the economy so you can maybe be in with a shot of affording some of those cars now. Uh, cause oh, that's <laughs> nice because that was always a pain in the arse. It was, uh, you'd have to do some grinding to get all the cars. Uh, and it seemed like money wasn't the easiest thing to come by. Mm. I don't know how many of the, the missions you're doing. But yeah, it's it's still cyberpunk. If you didn't like this the first time, this this ain't going to change your mind. Um, mm. A lot fewer bugs. Um, but I think the, the best part of it is, like, if you avoided it at the start, now's probably the time to play it um mm-hmm. and on psn at the minute you'll get it for 20 quid uh, and it's normal price is actually 40 and that's mm. for the ps5 version or if you want uh you track down a physical copy of the ps4 version and it's a free upgrade yep 
look forward to getting my copy off my friend who is currently playing it on his PS5 so I can actually see what it looks like. (laughs) (laughs) I lent it to him literally two days before this all happened and I was like, oh, son of a bitch. (laughs) Uh, It's uh, like, for that price, you can't really, you're getting a a lot of game there. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't like to say too much like, oh, you need to play this game. Like, uh, I absolutely love this game, but I know that's, Mm -hmm. it's also got a lot of problems. Um, Like, I rarely will play a game a second time through, but uh, I've been playing this now and I'll I'll probably go the whole way through again. (laughs) Yeah. No, I have to admit, like I say, I really look forward to seeing it working properly now because obviously I had the PS4 version on the PS5 and there was times where, you know, you're really sort of immersed and you're really enjoying it and then you'll see somebody just like, or a group of people just walking towards a wall and just keep walking (laughs) at the wall and you're like, oh, oh dear. Or just people appearing in front of your car or like I said, the, the funniest one was I got into a car to drive away and a cop clipped into my car so he was like stuck in the car so the car was just doing like all these mad backflips and all and i was like yeah this is hilarious and all but i really was in the middle of a mission and now i have to restart this and do the last 27 <laughs> minutes of this mission again it's like god damn it yeah i haven't seen anything to game breaking uh, or even immersion breaking so far mm. um you still get wee bugs like it's a big open world game so you're gonna oh yeah but you always here. do that i have very early t-pose <laughs> Very early on, I was like, "Oh no!" Mm-hmm. Uh, but haven't <laughs> haven't seen any since. Um, and they 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 fixed the way you lie down in your bed. So you, so so V lies down in their bed properly now. Oh yeah, because that Not was that sort people of lost way. their shit about that. <laughs> I know. Yeah, well, the you can tell is this should have been the release date of this game. No, not, not yeah. yeah. Uh, not December Not 2020. No, it should have been like now. It's ready to go out. Mm. No, you can. You you wouldn't begrudge it uh, paying the money for it. Uh, mm. But yeah, if you waited, if you held off, good for you. You you get this mm. incredible game for twenty pound or less. Um, Working the way it should, which is good. Yeah. So what have we got that's happened? Uh, I might need to queue up some music. Uh. <laughs> oh, Jesus, um. it's already started. But Yay, NFT news. <laughs> the yep, NFT yep. music is playing. <laughs> um, we should for... just call this segment, here we go again. <laughs> okay. But it's, it's, there's nothing really bad this time out. Um, no, actually, it's actually kind of good this week. <laughs> so, first one we have up is Platinum Games, uh, who make such things as Bayonetta um, and lots of other stuff. It's the only game I can think of right now. They don't Vanquish and Astral Vanquish, Chain and Near uh, uh, Automata. Um, Near yeah. Automata, yep. So. It is they they um the the vice or the CEO Atsushi Inaba and the vice president Hideki Kamiya were having a talk about NFTs and blockchains and Inaba said I understand it's a hot topic now and it's really starting to gain momentum 
but the way its game momentum has been focused on profitability for the company, but with no positive impact on the creators or the users in any sense. So that's frustrating to see happening. Mm. So there's another. It's a nice way of saying it. it's a big pile of shit, and it's annoying them that it's even getting momentum. Yeah. And, and <laughs> reference to the Konami's stuff where they were selling. <laughs> if it smells like money, Konami's going to be there in a heartbeat. There's <laughs> <laughs> some really good quotes. That's amazing. It's so true, though. No, it's it's good to see guys at like you know that CEO level coming out and saying, "No, this is nope. There's nothing. Nah, this is dumb as shit." And uh, I remember a while ago we had the Square Enix president or CEO come out and be all like, "Oh, blockchain, NFTs, just the future, yay!" Um, well, the Naoki Yoshida, who's the director of Final Fantasy XIV, has come out and said there will be no NFTs in Final Fantasy XIV. He said, based on how Final Fantasy XIV is designed, we don't intend on incorporating any sort of NFT element in the game at this point. If anyone is worried or concerned about it, I can clearly state at the time that we do not have any intentions to incorporate that into the game. Um, Yeah, so at least people are saying the negative... Uh, reactions mm. to any of these an- announcements and coming out and saying things like this. Um, the Final Fantasy like, fourteen one that Yoshida um, he does go on to say he believes the vehicle itself could potentially be something that makes the concept of a video game a little more interesting. That being said, we would need specific game design and would accommodate for the concept of NFTs, so it's not like he's saying, never ever will I see this in games, just mm-hmm. not in Final Fantasy XIV. Yep. Yeah. It's good to see people in those high-end positions who sort of coming out and going, no. In uh, the Final Fantasy guys, case, he's sort of going, in their current state, there's no point for them. You know, maybe if they were actually cleaned up and made to be actually useful, maybe there's something you could do. But at the moment, no, they, they have no use whatsoever. But there and is no the platinum guy. He's no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Unless they actually find, I don't know what way you could wangle it. But if someone actually found a proper use for, I, which I can't even think of. Like, but if someone managed to do this miracle. <laughs> then he's sort of going ah, okay maybe then but at the moment no they're pointless it's not gonna happen because the whole thing top nah. to bottom is a, just a scam and a pointless thing like even blockchain technology is pointless it is no uh, even the things it touts itself at being good at like the decentralization well, it doesn't it's not it doesn't provide you with the, the kind of security that you would want it's just animality, mm. but anything it's like fucking Wild West shit. Uh, and at the, at the end of the day, you know, if you try and break down or make NFTs into something useful, you're just going to end up with normal DLC, which is what it should have been in the first place. Not all yeah. this blockchain bollocks. Every it's idea DLC. Is, is someone just reinventing the wheel to, so that it has to make use of this, but you can already uh, do this thing without that, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a lot of bollocks. <laughs> yep. Fair play to you, Platinum. And it's good to, to hear someone 
that isn't anonymous uh, developer because they don't want to lose their jobs come out and say this shit. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. Like you said, someone, as well. Ah, they're not even like game publishers. Fuck those guys. <laughs> they're just holding Sound Hill hostage forever. Doing <laughs> they nothing really are. It. That's that's what they're doing at this moment in time. They're holding it hostage, and they're they're holding Silent Hill hostage, and they're ripping Castlevania. Bastards. Hey, Silent Hill NFTs coming soon. You hear it here first. Uh, oh, they're bound to be out there already, just unofficial ones. And if oh, yeah. Konami if, find that out, they'll go sue the company trying to make money off them. Well, congratulations. You can't because no one knows who they yeah, are. Exactly, it's <laughs> NFT. <laughs> Still love them. <laughs> um, so a game came out this week that we didn't play. Horizon yeah. Forbidden West. I know someone who has played it. I've been talking to him. Hmm. It seems like if you uh, like the first one, you'll like this one. Pretty much that's what I'm getting. Um, it's very... It's. I'm not trying to be this sound, to sound like I'm taking the counter or anything, but it sounds more of the same. And as you just said, if you've enjoyed... The first one, you're no doubt going to enjoy the second one. So, yeah, they've 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 got their wee formula, and they're obviously sort of sticking with what brought them to the dance last time. So, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, I guess. Mm. Well, looks uh, a lot better though. Oh yeah, yeah, it does. It, Graphically, it there's no denying that. Fantastic looking game, I. Um, mm. But it was supposed to come out last year. Yes. And the developer Gorilla has come out and said, I think this is on a, a news site, Dutch news site, uh, that the reason it was delayed for that time was to avoid having to crunch their employees, which we all mm. know is, uh, I don't want, it's not a controversial topic, it's just shit. Yeah, it's <laughs> just shit for people making the like, game. You, you don't do that. Um, yeah. So the, they delayed it so everyone could still, um, you know, work normal work hours. They got two weeks off mm. at Christmas um, and just put put the game out when it was ready. Imagine that. Mm. Imagine doing I that know. in 2022 where we just, like, work everyone to death and then just kick out whatever's fucking there at the end. And everyone's all it's burnt out so they make a load of mistakes. It's the one thing I will give Gorilla. They don't release a buggy mess. They do not. They don't. No. Um, we may. I, I, I know, you know, the, the first kill zone might not have been, you know, the big hit it was supposed to be. And then there was a lot of controversy over two. And then three was just more of the same. And some people didn't like four. Some people did. But every game they've released works the way it's supposed to work. So that, uh, that's probably true across all first party Sony stuff. That actually, say. you're you're dead on. Actually, you're dead on. The only one I know that had a bit of a, a, a nasty launch was that a Days Gone. No big I know when there. Days Gone. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know when Days Gone first came out, it didn't run the best on yeah. your base PS4. And guess what, people? That's probably why you're never seeing a Days Gone too. Because mm. uh, Sony, where their first party single player stuff, uh, they are. Like that is, that's their brand. But that that's what they hold and say. We do this, and no one else does mm. this. These big, expensive single player games. You know the the prestige. They are the fucking HBO of 
games mm. or they would have you think. Um, so if you put out something that's a bit, a bit of a clunker, um, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think they're going to be uh, you don't. too happy. <laughs> um, yeah, It's like a one-strike rule with them. Yeah. <laughs> Sony don't do buggy-ass games. Yep. You can turn time. around six months later and go, oh, but look, we've patched it and it works great now. And Sony are like, but it wasn't like that when you launched, so we don't care. <laughs> mm. And I know that. Why didn't it launch like that? I know that question's been going around it because, like, the director of that game was all like, oh, it sold more than the first Horizon and all and didn't get a sequel. I was like, well, yeah, but look what happened. Yep. Yeah, Sony and wants to, to keep, keep that reputation squeaky clean, so... Mm. It may have sold more, but the reviews for Days Gone were nowhere near as good as Horizons. And I'm, I feel that's what Sony sort of goes on more, is reputation rather than money. Yeah. I don't know... Well, I, I, bet, they, I bet they like the money too, but... Oh, yeah, there's no denying they like the money, but if something has like this mad word of mouth about how good it is, and maybe it didn't make as much money as something else, they can go, ah, but we can get a sequel out of this, and because it's so well-loved, the sequel will do really well. Yeah. Like, where do you see that, that when this new God of War comes out, I guarantee it fucking sells like crazy. Uh, you know how I know Sony likes the money, though, is because of the way they've been selling Forbidden West. So... Mm. You can buy the PS4 version. You remember back they had a come out and say it would be a free upgrade. They weren't planning to do this, and this will be the last first-party title that does this. Uh, they begrudgingly let people upgrade from PS4 to PS5 version for free. Um, but like on their store, they're selling the PS5 version for seventy and the PS4 version for sixty. So people that mm-hmm. don't know they can do this upgrade are uh, Sony stealing a tenner off you. Just, yeah. just, just so you know that. Uh, it, it's obviously for us, as you as we were saying before we recorded. It's just for people who just don't know that bit better. Um, for anyone who is sort of in the know, it's sort of like, oh, sweet tenor off Horizon, happy days. And anyone who isn't is like, oh, 70 quid. Oh, okay, I'll have to buy it because it's the PS5 version. And it's like, no, you fool, you can save a tenor. Yeah. But, yeah. If, if you look... Um, like the versions too. So you've got Horizon Standard Edition. It's got the PS4 mm-hmm. and the PS5 symbol beside it. And then it says Horizon Forbidden West PS4. And then below it, it's Digital Upgrade to PS5 version. And that's £60. And then right next to it is the same Standard Edition PS4 symbol, PS5 symbol, Horizon Forbidden West PS5 and PS4. And that's £70. And it's the same fucking thing. It's the same fucking thing. That's madness. How do they get away with it? This is the last one they're doing us on then. Yeah, I. But uh, is there a PS4 version of Gran Turismo Seven? Uh, uh, I, I think there is, but it won't be out until later in the year. Yeah, so you won't be able to upgrade by that. <laughs> no, no. I think that there is a PS4 version, but they have literally said, sorry folks, we're working our arse off on the PS5 version first, and then we'll obviously do all the rollbacks we need for the PS4 version. Which to me is fair play, because it means you're pushing the PS5 to all it can do, and then you're worrying about what the poor PS4 can handle. 
<laughs> it obviously means anyone that doesn't have a PS4 version is looking going, oh, we're going to get a pile of crud compared to the PS5, yeah, I guess, yeah, Betty. You probably are, right? <laughs> or you'll get one amazing track. <laughs> Just this one track that's incredible looking. Yeah, beside, in, instead of the 90-odd and PS5 version. <laughs> Five cars on one track, but it looks as good as the PS5 version, folks. But you can only have one car on the track. 20 frames a second. (laughs) One car, 20 frames a second. Uh, No, no way. Sony would release that. (laughs) What are we on about? I don't know if Gran Turismo has the same prestige as the single player sort of titles. Sony obviously hold it in high regard if they're letting them work this long and spend this much money on it. Unless, unless the CEO of Poly, Poly, I always forget their name. Those guys. Those guys. Unless they have some, some dirty dark secret over Sony, and if they never, if they don't let them take as much time and spend as much money as they want, they'll reveal this to the world. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. Eh. Forza just came, al- came along it. and ruined everything for Gran Turismo. <laughs> like, Look at this. This is how you do it. Hmm. Um, I've been said I'm looking forward to seeing this new Gran Turismo after all the hype, but we'll see. We'll see how it fares. So we we're talking about th- releasing games. Half finished. Uh, so EA uh, reckons <laughs> that Halo Infinite is the reason why Battlefield 2042 isn't performing to their expectations. <laughs> that is that is the best excuse I've ever heard ever. Oh, this other game came out and uh, that's why Battlefield didn't sell very well. It's like, no, lads, that other game is free to play. It's exclusively one console. Or is it on PC as well? Yeah, it is a... You're so right. right. It's free to play. It's it's exclusive to one console. It's not on the. Oh right, okay. It's 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 a Microsoft only, so this will not be affecting your PlayStation people. Uh, So you know, how how can you blame this one game? Are you saying it's because Halo came out and it worked and it made Battlefield look even worse? Is that what you're trying to say? So here's here's exactly what they said. (laughs) Following the game's launch and rollout of the day one patch, the game was stable. No, it wasn't. And the <laughs> early cr- <laughs> and the early critical reception was good. No, it wasn't. No, it was not. However, Battlefield was then affected by the launch of Halo Infinite, <laughs> as unfavorable comparisons were made between the Xbox shooter and Battlefield 2042, with Halo Halo perceived as the much more polished title. That's because it fucking was the much more polished title. <laughs> if Halo well, had literally are. So- so Sorry. they're basically saying if Halo hadn't a come come out, no one would have noticed how broken this shit was. That's ridiculous. <laughs> they're literally blaming Halo for being a proper working game. That's and that's why everyone that noticed works. Battlefield was a clunky shit. <laughs> oh Dear my god. god I, I, so that's them just making excuses. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I have said the Battlefield has sold nowhere near what they wanted it to sell. Yeah. And I will say that that's EA saying that it's not dice. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, I'm, I'm sure dice know exactly why why this has happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> Just take, <laughs> take responsibility yeah, and go, I we pushed them to get this shit out before it was ready. There's an online petition with 200,000 signatures for for getting a refund. Um, they're not going to be able to ignore that. They have to say something no. eventually. Um, and I don't know what they could say. Burnsy might be saved yet. <laughs> oh, right enough. Uh, you could go and get a refund. Um, it must be eaten EA up as well. Cause they haven't been able to, you know, fire their monetization shit in there yet. I know. But, oh. Um, one final thing here, Stu. What the fuck is up with all these TV shows and movies being based on? Games? They've all just explode. This is all Uncharted's fault or something. Jesus Christ. It's supposed to be awful. It is awful. Oh, Tom Holland himself said it was the worst acting experience he'd ever had in his life. But the movie is making fucking money. A lot of money. Is people just like going to see it to see how bad it is? Is, is that what's I going think on people here? have just been so bored because they haven't been to the cinema in so long and everything's opened again. So they're all, hey, we're going to the cinema. What's in there? Uh, whatever. I don't care. You know, I think that's what's happening. So Uncharted is just making money because it launched as the cinemas reopened. So Sony are now looking at this going, oh, people must like this film. Oh, we'll make another one. And now we're going to make a bunch of TV uh, shows and shit as well. Apparently, the, it leaves it open for a sequel, which is oh, a, a fucking a thing that gets done there. So how do you, uh, there's been a ton of stuff. So Amazon's making a Fallout TV series, and they've cast Walton Goggins in that as something, mm. maybe a ghoul. Uh, Netflix is adapting Bioshock. Uh, we got Jack and Daxter TV show i think or was it a movie not sure yeah i remember actually hearing about that now because tom holland actually says he wants to play jack now you had your chance yeah but he was he was forced in that he didn't want to do (laughs) fucking nathan drake (laughs) he wants to do jack um we got last of us there's more sonic stuff coming knuckles is getting a spin-off tv show it takes two Twisted Metal, the the Halo TV show's coming out. That's already got renewed for a second series. There's going to be a Splinter Cell thing, Far Cry Blood Dragon. Uh, Amazon's looking to make shows for Life is Strange and Disco Elysium. Um, And they're all going to be bad. Is that Devil May Cry 1 still in the works as well? I think so, I... I think but so. But that's from the Castlevania guys, though, isn't it? Yeah. Is that them? That, yeah, so they, that could be good. They're the exception. That yeah, Castlevania, Castlevania show is good. Uh, anything else? Uh, see, because... Well, Witcher Ca- was okay. Witcher's not based on the game, though. It's based on the books. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's, it's based, that's the workaround for that. It's, it's based on the books. But that, okay. that because that Witcher is adapted from the books, like you can make a TV show out of a out of a book. But like, see stuff yeah. like Life is Strange and uh, um, yeah, yeah. Um, so like those are stories told in a very specific way. Bioshock as well, and they're gonna lose mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a lot of 
what makes him good yep. in the transition mm-hmm. to like a passive media such as TV and movies. Uh, so, yeah, the fucking streamings are. That's how you know they're running out of ideas. <laughs> the last fucking uh, thing. Yeah. Let's go to the games because it never works, uh, but we've got nothing else. I remember hearing like a year or two ago. I can't remember who it was was supposed to be doing this, but somebody was talking about making a Doom TV series. And even me, I love Doom the Butts and all, but even I went, what the fuck's that show going to be about? Like, what's the story of a Doom TV show? You can do things that have a very loose story. Like, you've got, like, Castlevania. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, there's not... Because (laughs) it was made in the fucking 80s when, you know, your cutscenes weren't a big deal back then and you, your story was mostly written in the instruction manual you can get away with you know maybe adding a wee bit of flair or doing your own wee sort of side story that never really existed because those games didn't have those but if you take like your last of us which already has an award-winning story yeah it's only what gonna, do you do different it's, it's just gonna be this like uh it's another zombie tv show it's like the walking dead it's just gonna be that you know mm-hmm. uh, that's all yeah uh, like there's so much of that it's nothing's gonna make it stand out except for the fact that it says last of us on it but when you mm. tell that kind of story in the way a game does that's the thing that makes it mm-hmm. stand out uh so so by your by your your sort of logic here and I'm, I, I do understand what you're saying you're thinking maybe the twisted metal tv series could have a better chance of being more entertaining than the last of us series because Probably, again yeah, twisted metal is one of those series or one of those games that just here's a bunch of cars blowing each other up so now we'll stick a story on why they're blowing each other up or something yeah yeah get you invested in the characters if you have someone who has a decent idea for a story within Mm -hmm. that sort of the framework of of twisted metal yeah uh, it definitely Mm. does but like you don't have that sort of freedom when you're making a last of us tv show it has a very or, its own very or Bioshock or something like that, or or mm. Bioshock, all that stuff. Um, like, I think someone could do something really good with Dark Souls. Uh, yeah, get see, I see, I see what you're saying now because Dark Souls is one of those games where, let's be honest, Miyazaki is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Miyazaki. Right, so he he gets a bit of he gets like a couple of ideas right, and he throws them at the wall. And then he says, right, we'll let people figure out what they want to figure out. And then because you just have this loose story, if you're making a show, you could do the same type of thing. You could just make something where people maybe figure out their own idea of what's happening. But you still have a sort of start, middle, end. It's just you sort of, you're left questioning a few things. Mm. Yeah. There's none of these in a way where I'm like, oh yeah, they're making that show that I really want to watch that. Because I'm just like, I might want to play it, but don't mm. want to sit and watch it. <laughs> I'm curious about this Cuphead show, though. <laughs> yeah. But um, I think they've just taken the I've aesthetics never... of Cuphead and made a cartoon. <laughs> probably. So, it's probably the right thing to yeah. do, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, that's it for games and slight mm. TV show. So let's get on to the story of the book right after we finished last time. Literally <laughs> the minute we finished recording. And fuck me, this is it's a doozy. A so Cody I didn't Rhodes, think it was real at the start. 
<laughs> yeah, you were hanging in there, just hoping. Mm, I really was. Um, so Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes have left AEW. He has not mm. signed a new contract. Um, and any he, he's he's gone. Um, the internet the, blew up. This is it's nuts. Cody Rhodes, mm. one of the founding yeah. members of AEW, the the guy who proved that it was possible, mm-hmm. and was like integral for this to get off the ground. Like this, AEW would not have happened if not yep. for Cody Rhodes. <laughs> the guy who's literally spent the last three years putting people over, giving them amazing matches to make them look fantastic. People that maybe we would never have heard of. And thanks to Cody Rhodes, they are now household names in AEW. And he's not there anymore. It's so strange to say that, that Cody Rhodes is not an AEW guy anymore. Mm. Yeah, it was definitely sad day. Like, uh, they hate to see yeah, him yeah. go, but... Uh... Now, I know we weren't fans of Brandy on screen, but again, she was a big deal behind the camera for all the things she was doing. Yeah, she set um, up a lot of the, the stuff around, you know, the, all the charity stuff that, that would happen, mm-hmm. uh, like the Culture City stuff, um, mm-hmm. uh, their partnership with the American Heart Association. So that that was that was her doing that sort of stuff. Um, so... I'm sure she'll be missed in that capacity. And not mm-hmm. so much in the ring. <laughs> no. Uh, um, but yeah, that's, it's such a weird thing. Because this is the first time someone's really, like, left AW, like, someone of Cody's stature to, to leave. Like, you know, one of the stars we, we've had. You know, people I quietly do. fade into the night, uh, and they're He's one of the main eventers. Yeah, but like for something as big as Cody, and then to add to that, um, he was he has been in talks with WWE. That's the bit I don't get. I'm not gonna lie. That's the bit that makes me go, "What?" Because the reason AEW exists was to be an alternative. As he always said, they're not a competitor. They are an alternative to WWE. It's no secret that he felt he was very underutilized in WWE. Um, I know he personally said himself he hated the Stardust gimmick and all the rest of it. So to me, it's just a bit odd that that's where he would go. And like I say, the only other thing I can think of is that he has an idea that he wants to do something there before he finishes wrestling or maybe something's been offered to him that, you know, well, they we obviously, the only person that knows this is, is Cody. Like, but it just seems a bit odd to me of after everything that happened before. And obviously because of the formation of AEW, that's where he, that, well, speculation is this is where he's going back to. Mm. I don't know if that means uh, official yet. Not, nothing's been confirmed. And if they are, signing him they will offer him a, a ridiculous amount of money could you imagine them being able to bring in one of the guys that started AEW like a, mm-hmm. it, like it, it's a I bet they'd, they'd love that um, and mm-hmm. they'll offer him a shit ton of money um, 
and probably probably a prominent position on the card, I would say. Mm. Uh but there's like so many so much rumors and, and speculation flying around now in uh Oh Jesus. You know, guy, Some of the rumors I've heard. Guys like Wade Keller and um Dave Meltzer, you know, the journalists. Mm, journalists J- just quote unquote. Just fucking publishing absolute push all the time. Mm. It's like Cody or Brandy was not liked backstage, and you had a, like a ton of people coming out. What the fuck are you talking about, Wade Keller? Mm. <laughs> like Brandy was loved backstage, and just just Aye. so so much fucking bollocks being thrown around. She was always mucking around on vlogs and stuff. So like, if she wasn't liked, why would she be mucking around and? You know, always and same with Cody. Cody's obviously very famous for doing BT and then moving on to Sammy's vlog. And I mean, again, Cody Rhodes single-handedly got Fuego del Sol a job just for the vlog alone because he kept talking about the tornado DDT. You know, so this idea that the two of them weren't liked or they were sort of you know hard to talk to backstage. I, I heard that one. The latest one I heard today was a belter. Um, apparently, Cody was unhappy with the Impact uh, relationship. Why? Why would you be? Oh, oh, he he didn't like the idea of the AEW title being on a different a network promotion than all this here. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Who who would even think that's a bad thing to be talking about your show on another wrestling show? Because all you're doing is promoting your show. <laughs> yeah, it, it's crazy the shit I've been hearing. Like, we've had loads of reasons. Like, like we've heard that he left because he didn't have you know the the booking power that he used to because you know a while back tony khan took over full booking responsibilities um and like made the show better uh so (laughs) it was a good thing Mm. he did that um but like you don't know that there's also like he he wanted to get paid you know the the same uh as like uh, Punk and Brian Danielson Aye. were getting, and you know, he had been a top paid guy there, but wasn't anymore. But like, it's all like, <laughs> there's no way of knowing unless Cody and Tony Khan come out and tell everyone what happened, then we mm. won't know for sure. Aye, uh, and like, the split doesn't seem to be too. There doesn't seem to be bitterness there. Uh, at, at least if yep. we go by the the statements, both came out. So like Cody released a statement thanking everyone, including Tony Khan, uh, and you know just marking what they achieved. And uh, Tony Khan, same, saying that Cody and Brandy were integral to the launch, um, mm. uh, and just just put Cody over in a big way in his statement. Um, yep. So, yeah. I, I would say he's think, probably fucking devastated as well with the whole thing. I would say so. Uh, I'd say they all are. Though, though even I know people say there was friction between the Bucks and Cody and Kenny and all, but at the end of the day, they did find this company together. So, of course, they're all going to be a bit sort of devastated. But wherever he goes, I just wish the best for him because he's, if anything, these last three years have proved to me that he wasn't a mid-carder. He's a fucking main event guy, and I hope wherever he goes, he gets treated like that because... He's so fucking good. He's amazing on the microphone. He can put on top quality matches. He's he's a main event guy, hey? Well, all everyone who was constantly booing him, even 
after that well, that shitty storyline with QT was done with, um, and you still booed him, mm. well, he's gone now, so... Aye. No more booing? Aye. Uh, all the smarks. Well done. He's yeah, <laughs> done your job. <laughs> ah, oh, shit. Like... What if this uh, encourages people to do more hijacking stuff? Like, I don't mind yet, like, people booing shit that's not good. Yeah, like yeah. they're booing shit that's uh, not hey. good. Yeah. But it's like, the, Cody for the last few months has been doing good shit, so I did not understand why he was getting booed at all. Um, yeah, yeah. He was, he was, there was times he was cutting amazing promos and boys were all just chanting, shut the fuck up and all, and you're like, guy's cutting a hell of a promo here. And now, of course, now, now that he's actually left, everyone's talking about this. You know that last promo he did? Yes. Everyone's talking about this amazing promo, and it's like, oh, it's nice that you're all talking about how great it is now, considering you were all shouting, shut the fuck up during the promo, you, you bunch uh, of cunts. So, um, it, shut up. You know what? Online's like, you can't, there's <laughs> no point bandage to because oh, there's I like know, so but many. I learned eight... this great trick. What? So, is you know, obviously, mean... we have our Twitter, and I yeah. use the Twitter. Yeah. Right. I used to go, I don't know why I do that. I did this because I just thought to myself, why do I do this? I just don't bother with the comments anymore. It's just, I will see what like Kenny Omega has to say or what Sammy Callahan has to say. And normally I would sort of click on it and read. And I don't know why I was doing this. And I was like, all these wankers here. And I just thought to myself, fuck the comments. Just see what the wrestlers have to say and just, just enjoy your day. Then that's it's, it's been the greatest week of Twitter I've ever had. Just fuck the comments section. Oh <laughs> yes. Fantastic. Uh, just stay away from that. Um, it's the best. Yeah. Wrestling so, uh, fans are the worst people. They, they fucking are. <laughs> That's the only way I can put it. Like me and you are wrestling fans, but we can easily say that wrestling fans are the worst people. But again, wherever he goes, I hope he gets treated like a star. I'd be mad, you know, if he walked into somewhere like New Japan again or something like that. Yeah. I'm seeing a quote come up here. Him saying, uh, "Cody Rhodes in WWE, I burned that bridge. I can't go back." Uh, that I know that's not true. Nah, so I'm pretty sure he was still. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was on good terms with Triple H as well. well don't know mm. how much power he still has there, but um, so we got on to Dynamite, where everyone was wondering, "What are they going to do? What are they going to say?" Um, nothing. <laughs> they didn't mm. really say much at all. Um, but we got off to CM Punk sitting in the ring with a, a box. <laughs> and cutting a promo this and everyone good. was just, what's in the box? <laughs> uh, what's in the box? <clears throat> so, yeah, he, he's, he's there to decide when and where in the stipulation of his rematch against MJF. Um, and we he keeps bringing up Piper because mm-hmm. you know MJF said it's Piper in Portland, uh, Brett in Calgary, Punk in Chicago. Um, keeps coming back to the Piper thing and then opens the box and takes out a dog collar. So and then challenges MJF to a dog collar match. And that's the one Cody Rhodes reference we got because Tony Schiavone mentions the only other dog collar match yep. I've had was between Cody Rhodes 
and Brody Lee. And he puts some match That's, over. Yep, he does. He really does. Um, again, the, obviously, you're going to have to because it was Brody Lee's final match, so you wouldn't... Hey, he, just, he, could, he could have said uh, that it was Brody Lee versus some jobber. <laughs> I can't see Tony Giovanni doing that. Though. No. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but no, uh, that was the, the only time they mentioned it. But to, this was a big deal for me, obviously, because you've got the, the whole Piper, Greg the Hammer Valentine thing. Obviously, MJF is a massive Piper fan, and that's obviously why they're doing this. But to me as well, this is a big deal because obviously, big Brody Lee, and these are some because that their dog Cody and Brody's dog collar match was incredible. It was. Uh, this is this is going to be some big shoes to fill because that match was unreal. But to be fair, we know Punk and uh, MJF can already put on a belt and match. Yes. So I think this is going to be unbelievable. They will be great okay. choice of match too. Aye. He's thinking about the cage first. He's like, mm. Wardlow, he can climb a cage. And Max mm. can climb a cage and run away. So, so like, <laughs> it's the whole thing where MJF has been running away from Punk all the time. Like, yep. I know he, he literally can't. Oh, right, but he'll come up with something. Yep. So, this is scheduled for Revolution. Revolution. That's our first announced Revolution match. Um, that's, that'll be, that'll be special, I think. <laughs> yes. Five stars coming your way. We haven't even got there yet. Has, has, uh, has Punk ever done a dog collar match? I don't believe so. Fuck. So, uh, uh, Punk's, uh, Punk's having the time of his life and he wants to do a bunch of shit he's never been able to do before either. When Cody and Brody did it, it was already a throwback, like, it was like, Oh, I haven't seen one of these since the 80s type of thing, you know. And then, mm. um, so, yeah. Interesting choice of match for the, like, Cody leaving and then let's do this match that he's done before. Um, mm. So, after that, we have... Oh, I didn't even mention uh, he calls MJF out. MJF comes out looking shit scared, oh, yes. doesn't say anything, <laughs> and leaves. That was so well done. That was good shit. Uh, Oh, it was amazing, though. Like, like he, it was about to bring the microphone up to say something, and he just dropped it and walked away, and you're like, fuck, this is, this is going to be amazing. So we're going to get two things. I don't know if, if MJF will win that or not, um, but we're probably, we might see the 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 Wardlow turn. Um, we'll get to mm. that in a bit. Uh, so we, we have a, uh, Brian Danielson versus Lee Moriarty. Uh, I was looking forward to this one so much and it did not disappoint. Yep. Amazing. Oh, it was brilliant. Proper, really good technical stuff. That uh, Romero special, hey, when he then he, he grabs him into the dragon sleeper. Yep. Brian, I mean, uh, it looks so sore. It's just the way he, uh, Lee Moriarty <laughs> bends back. It's, Aye. Uh, look really good. Uh, so Danielson wins this one. Um, in his head stompy ways, uh, mm. and then calls out John Moxley. And John Moxley, he tells, wants an answer. Yeah, he wants Moxley to answer him. And is he going to team up with him and take uh, the younger guys and and show them how to do violence? <laughs> like, 
Danielson throughout the match would just be kicking, <laughs> kicking Moriarty and then shouting violence. <laughs> it's like the the yes kicks, but he's just shouting violence instead. Yep, <laughs> I like this Brian. Sweet. Brian Danielson. Yep, I do. It's just fucking good. Uh, so Moxley comes out and tells about their history. He's never beat Brian Danielson. Um, but no, does he literally mean just Brian Danielson, or does he mean even through WWE, he never beat him? Yeah, either? I think I think so. I think he means he's never beat him. He's never actually beat him. Um, that's amazing yeah and he says he wants to fight him doesn't Mm. want to team up with him Uh, he doesn't he's not saying yes and he's not saying no Um, what does he say I'll leave it up to you Brian I don't stand side by side with nobody till I bleed with them first we're getting a match we're definitely getting getting a a match match. and that's going to be a revolution I would say Mm mm-hmm that's going to be some match, hey? And then based on that match, I, I don't know if it'll be a stipulation of, or if if Brian wins, then Moxie has to join him. I don't think they'll mm. go that way. I think they'll just no, go, no. they'll have a hell of a match, like a really fucking stiff, violent match. Mm-hmm. And uh, then whoever wins, Moxie will give him an answer then. And mm-hmm. he'll he'll say, "Aye, let's do this." Because why the fuck would you not do this? Mm. A John Moxley, Brian Danson led stable of young guys doing violence. All right, let's do that. That sounds pretty fucking oh. good. Be not. Uh, f- uh, we get a face of the revolution qualify match up next. We got Wardlow versus uh, Max Caster. I'm pretty sure everyone was waiting for. Uh, Max's rap more than the actual match. But yes, they were. Didn't mention Cody? Nope. Do you reckon he was told, do not mention Cody? Hmm. Or I will slap you? Probably. Probably. And uh, I imagine Max Caster has to go to Tony Khan and say, here's what I'm going to say before every one of these now, since that time he yeah. got suspended. <laughs> Yep, and that was on dark. Yeah, that was even on dark. So, like, uh, if you're going to be on TV, you need to run what you're going to say past. Uh, So, this was another actual match, not a squash. Mm -hmm. It was good. Caster's a big guy, isn't he? He is uh, deceptively. When you see him get in there with with Wardle, you're like, he's nearly as big as him. Aye. He's, he's a lot Bowens, bigger than you think. Bowens is bigger than him, so... Bowens. Yeah, Bowens, that's the... I think that's what made me sort of go, eh? Because Bowens obviously dwarfs Caster. He's obviously not as tall as him, but fucking size-wise, he definitely makes him look smaller. But then he got in the reward low and I was all, how fucking big is Bowens? That's what went through my head. I was all, how big is Bowens then? <laughs> if fucking Caster, if he looks small with Caster? I mean, because, because Caster like lasted him, actually got a an actual match at him again. Even if he, even though he loses here, it's this is the guy mm-hmm. who went for weeks on end just power bombing boys and getting pins. So Caster mm-hmm. looks great again in losing. Uh, so the like that's the difference between his Wardlow's power bomb stuff and you know the Brock Lesnar suplex city. 
is mm. we're we're getting a payoff to him doing that now. It's like he can beat established guys and still have them look good because they just were able to get a a match out of him, not just get absolutely steamrolled. Do you know what I'm enjoying with Wardlow though? When he does the Powerbomb Symphony, he started doing this now. He sort of started doing the conductor thing before the <laughs> Powerbombs. <laughs> and it's like, oh, this is so good. Yes, uh, interacting with the crowd. He's a face yep. already, man. He's already He's a face. pure face. I, I... Uh, so so Wardlow wins uh, and then gets jumped. Um, Spears, who is with him, obviously is countability. Does nothing. Then um, mm. Warlow takes Bones down as well, and then Sean Spears gets in and hits everyone with stage chairs. Yep. So now for the the Revolution Ladder match, we now have Keith Lee and Wardlow. <laughs> the plot thickens. Oh Jesus! Hey, two big boys and a ladder match. <laughs> yeah, and we haven't even got the rampage. I know. Uh, so Tony Schiavone uh, interviews Hangman uh, Cole. Adam Cole comes out. Hangman Cole. Uh, Adam Cole comes <laughs> out, throws Tony out of the ring. Yep. Not cool. Not cool. Nope. Uh, so he cuts a, a promo. Um, you know, it's like, oh, you're great. You you had all these matches. You deserve to be the champion. Um, and then gets on them about, you know, not mentioning the box. Where's the dark order? Which mm. we're kind of thinking. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah. Um, and he says, uh, <laughs> you've always been known as the other Adam. Mm. <laughs> That's a bit shitty in Bullet Club he's referring to. Um, yep. Cause, uh, there was a, there was a moment I, I enjoyed where he's like, um, you know, you're great champion all this day, but I'm here now, so, uh, you know, enjoy it while it lasts. And I love Paige's retort where he's all, must have been hard for you sitting over there on the other side, watching all your friends build their own empires and become really successful without you. Mm. <laughs> uh, Just without your help, you weren't needed. Definitely a good, a good exchange between the two of them, playing on the, their mm. history. That you know, not not everyone's going to know. So so that's that's what this is really yep. doing is is filling everyone in on on that stuff. It, uh, I do like the the whole. Um, uh, so I you, you filled in well uh, in the group and you, you became champion. But I'm here now, so hand it over, mm. get get out of my spot. <laughs> uh, and that's pretty much what he's going for here. Um, Cole leaves, shakes pages and, and leaves, but then Red Dragon comes in from behind and they start beating the shit out of Page. We get security running in, and then we get the Dark Order. There they were. Yep. And, and they, Ten obviously had too much of his burly sugar before he came out because <laughs> he went nuts. <laughs> He's throwing security boys all over the place for no apparent reason. He just lost it. Yep. Uh... So uh, that, on least. that's probably another match. Well, not probably. That is an R match for mm-hmm. um, Revolution. Uh, they confirmed that. Did they? Yeah. They. Do you not remember? I think it was Rampage. They confirmed a bunch of matches, and I was all, "Holy shit! Oh, these are all just being confirmed on Rampage." Uh, our next match on Dynamite is Chris Jericho and Hanger versus Santana Ortiz. This was really good. 
Yes, um, and we got Eddie Kingston coming out to be at ringside, oh, and he got a hell see of a pop. The fucking smile on his face when he yeah. came out. He looked like an evil son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he just it was just like it was like something from a from a Wiley e. Coyote cartoon or something. Just him coming out and knowing what he was doing. But wasn't the pop he got was unreal. Uh, wasn't expecting that either for him to show up. No, same. School. It was a genuine surprise. Uh, so in the middle of this match, right, so there's no distractions. It wasn't. Mm. Kingston gets up in the ring to check on Ortiz's or something. Um, he's just Yeah, like, he's not distracting the ref. He's just checking yeah, on someone. He's talking to Ortiz. He just, or, or was it Santa? One of the two, you know, because he just got out of the walls of Jericho or something. Um, mm-hmm. And Jericho does his triangle dropkick and, and hits uh, hits Kingston. Kingston. For no reason. At no all. No reason. He is the heel. Definitely. The he heel. is the heel. <laughs> um, but that also allows uh, Santana Ortiz to get Jericho um, and pin him. Aye, Jericho uh, took the pin. Yeah. Do you notice what he finished him with? What the one to because I remember sort of going, Oh, what a finish. What a weird Dis- finish. Discus Laureate? Yes. It, it, is that something Santana has always done? I don't think so. Or is that a sort of here's me tribute to Brody? This Brody Lee move, like Yeah, definitely. His, his finisher. But may just try something new. Maybe. But I know the, the, See, seeing them four in the ring together, I know obviously Hager was looking lean as fuck. Yes, but Santana's looking like a beast man, and Ortiz is so lean down it's crazy. As I was saying to you before, like when they were in Impact, it was the other way around. Ortiz was the power guy, and Santana was the speed guy, and now it's actually changed because Ortiz is that got that lean, and so Santana's built up that muscle. It's they're. Just, I think it works even better for them to have an Ortiz as the wee speedy lean maniac and Santana's the hard hitter. Just works so well for them. There's, I think they're one of the best tag teams. Yeah, out there at the minute. This this whole Ortiz Santana thing, I, I think that's the best inner circle stuff that we've had in a hell of mm-hmm. a long time. This should yep. be the end of it though, and have Jericho. Ah go more heel he's called himself the influencer that's definitely a heel thing like come on even and i know we haven't got there yet but even some of his commentary on uh oh he's definitely been, was a bit he he's been heelish. a heel on commentary definitely i think uh he just, he just needs to fucking lean in obviously maybe this is a slow burn turn i don't know but i uh, mm. to me i think you're right i think he's He's slowly going to turn heel, and obviously this will give Santana and Ortiz the breakout they need to get back into the tag team titles uh, picture. Yeah, could be. Um, we Mercedes uh, Martinez versus Thunder Rosa in their re- <laughs> no DQ rematch. Uh, and earlier we saw Britt Baker. Um. Mm-hmm. So they're basically telling Mercedes she has to win and then brings in her sensei, um, <laughs> the guy from Cobra Kai. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Please? Uh, 
Who got the card? I can't remember. He's, he's the fucking he's the leader he's not johnny he's the actual the master johnny's master uh the proper bag uh basically says if she feels uh ender <laughs> um i forgot what you call the card i i just watched uh cobra kai recently uh the 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 uh, john crease that's his name except so he, he was acting like John Kreese, but it was Martin Cove, the actor. Yes. <laughs> but yes. Why, why didn't they just go lean all the way into it and just say, hey, look, it's John Kreese, the leader of the uh, Yeah, because fucking Sabrina the Teenage Witch was there as well for some why reason. Why the fuck was she there? <laughs> Apparently she's a huge wrestling fan. I thought she was like, just on Twitter, crazy fucking Christian films now that... <laughs> No, on Twitter she she's she's backstage getting photographs with all the fucking wrestlers because uh, Dan Housen's missus is a massive fan of hers. So Dan Housen's missus was torturing her or torturing him to get a photograph with Sabrina. So they do the the curse thing together. <laughs> so Sabrina was doing the curse with Dan Housen. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, so but this she's m- a big wrestling fan. Sorry, this match. <laughs> Um, yeah, but it's a good match. It's good. <laughs> Some crazy. I love that thing Thunder Rosa does where she puts the button over you and just runs at you and drop kicks the shit out yeah. of it. Then I think that's what I like about Thunder Rosa. She doesn't, you know, the way. Uh, there's some of the it, there's some of the men do it too. I'm just not just saying it's a women thing, but some of them are like they'll like they'll do a sprint and then you can always see they slow down deliberately, maybe the last step or two, mm. and it kind of takes the momentum out of the move. I think Thunder Rosa just goes fuck it, you're you're getting it here, just brace yourself. Strong style, that's Japanese strong style. That's what she's just. But again, we're just gonna really hit so, each other. Ah, she's so small though that's like that's the reason she gets away with it because she's not the biggest in the world you know so she's just like fuck it I'm a wee tiny person I'm just going to throw myself at you deal with yeah uh, th- oh, there was ah, good, there was a mad, mad looking German suplex on on Thunder Rosa she just yep. folded in half it looked really good ah, off a top rope Oof. yeah ah, it was fantastic um so uh, Martinez piled up a load of fucking chairs in the middle of the ring, um, which she ends up getting a thunder fire driver mm. on top of them for for thunder Rosa to win. And, and then uh, the back. one spot we do have to talk about um, was: Do you remember Thunder Rosa pulled the table out and the leg stopped working? Oh yeah, and then so she fuck, sort of fuck this table, pulled it up of I just. Then she put it onto just the side of the ring and decided, ah, you're going to get a Death Valley driver instead. <laughs> that was nasty, but fucking cracker moment. Aye, it definitely, definitely was. And then we, we get uh, John Kreese. At ringside, well, he was ringside. He was sitting in the front row, and Thunder Rosa goes over, and he's, "Oh, I told you she was weak." Now finish her. Um, and we have Jimmy Hater in the mix as well. So, I um, Martinez gets gets hit by Jimmy Hater, and 
well, uh, that's that's how that ends. We Baker putting the boots to Thunder Rosa. I'm guessing we're going to get our Martinez hater match. Yeah. And then obviously uh, we're going to have another revolution match in this being Baker versus Thunder Rosa. That's that's pretty much a given. Oh, yeah, that Uh, was announced. Yeah. Oh, was it? Right. Okay. Uh, Pay attention to that. That was another one that was announced. (laughs) No surprise. Uh, So. TNT title match, uh, Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen. Uh, these two know each other really well uh, and had a really good match. Oh, it was amazing. Some crazy spots in this. Yeah. Yeah, that mad uh, Spanish fly off the top. Oh. Um, Sammy missing the swanton onto the ring apron. Sammy missing the onto the side of the ring that, that looked fucked up so he said before he did it as well so i'm crazy is it yes you fucking are <laughs> yeah yep. yeah keep keep yeah. in mind we're not too far removed from him doing a swanton off a big ass ladder onto another ladder and cody Rhodes. yep that was yeah. only about two three weeks ago <laughs> yeah and he's at it again um so we we get about interference in this one which uh, mm. But Jose, the assistant, comes up to provide the distraction and to distract Sting as well. Um, so Sting goes after Jose. Uh, Darby's up on the top. Uh, it comes Andrade, hits him with an iPad. Now, I've never actually been hit with an iPad. But that can't hurt that much. I'm guessing... Because Andrade is so rich, his iPad weighs five times as much <laughs> as a normal iPad. And it's probably loaded. So it's a loaded rich man's iPad. That's what I'm thinking. It's just, there's just a brick inside it or something. <laughs> loaded iPad. Right, so we've got Sammy on the ground. Darby's about to do coffin drop on him. Uh, he gets hit with a loaded iPad. Um, <laughs> that we're just calling it now. Loaded yeah. iPad. Sammy gets up, <laughs> sees Darby on the turnbuckle out of it, and goes, shrugs his shoulders and goes, okay then. Uh, does the go to hell and wins. Mm. Um, and then Matt Hardy comes out. And beats, beats up Darby for some reason. Yep. And Sammy no idea helps. what that's about. And then Sammy gets yep. hit with the loaded uh, iPad. Yep, and, and then Andrade steals his belts. So we've got a belt thief <laughs> on our hands. We have a belt thief. So he reckons he's probably he's a way be... to get them scanned so he could steal or so he could just make replicas because he's, he's that make, rich. He's going to make him make them into an NFT. Would that <laughs> would that be a good wrestling heel? Oh fuck! That would be such a good heel move. NFT mad shit. Now, if you know what I'd be afraid of. Is they'd have him being like, I'm making NFTs because I'm heel, but then they'd actually sell them. Oh, yeah. Like, actually. <gasps> and I, yep. then, then I'd have to start watching AEW. Right. If WWF start doing an NFT heel, we know where that's going. There are WWF NFTs already, I'm pretty sure. Oh, for fuck's sake. 
Of course there videos is. Videos and shit. Uh, right. <laughs> Rampage in. Rampage. Adam Cole versus uh, Ten from the Dark Order. Mm. He, he may def- have calmed down from his burly sugar by now. He got more of a look in than Evil Uno. He definitely yeah. did. So does everyone that wants to challenge Hangman have to go through Dark Order first? You have to fight all of Dark Order? I Except Stu Grayson. Except Stu Grayson, I guess we're all afraid of him. Every, everyone's terrified of Stu Grayson, and I don't blame them. Cause I guess Brian Danielson didn't have to. Well, yeah, he, he was beating up Dark Order to get a sh- title shot. Hmm. But he didn't go near Stu Grayson. See, that's what Hangman should have, instead of coming out and giving him a shot, he should have went, here, you haven't done Grayson yet. (laughs) Nah. (laughs) Do you know, I've heard, I don't know if this is true, but I hear there's a reason why Stu Grayson doesn't do many singles matches. And why is that? Apparently, since he started wrestling, he has never lost a one-on-one match. That's his thing, apparently. He's he br- he only bring this up every so often, but he has never lost a one-on-one match, and maybe they're just keeping this going in AEW, and they won't mention this for a while, and then maybe if he ever does a singles run, this will be brought up that Stu Grayson doesn't lose one-on-one matches. Could be, could be. Um, He's been wrestling what though twenty years. That that would explain why why he never gets put into the singles matches where it's like the you know the path of Adam Cole matches mm. um yeah so th- yeah there's a, a decent match I think Ten's become a you know pretty decent in, you in can def- big guy aye you can definitely see the improvement in him over the, the last two years big time yeah and the, 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 like the first time we ever seen Ten he jobbed he Moxley just getting his arm broke do you remember <laughs> that Aye, aye. Um, yeah, so Adam Cole wins, and then Red oh, Dragon. He has to out. use shenanigans. Oh, aye. he's very much the the heel. Mm. Uh, I did love the fact in this match though that the two of them kept trying their finishers several times, and like it it kept failing. And then when eventually one of them, I think I ten got the uh, the full Nelson and he obviously sandwiched Aubrey and then fucking low blowed him. So I did love this whole: is he gonna get this full Nelson? In? Is he not gonna? Is the Panama Sunrise gonna connect? Is it not? So I mm. thought that was a really cool way of doing it. Adam Cole loves the dick kicks, eh? Oh, he loves them. He absolutely loves them. Let's say Page will Adam Page will end up getting one some some point. Mm-hmm. Uh. Another qualifying match for the face of revolution, Dante Martin versus Powerhouse Hobbs in a bit of a <laughs> grudge match thing. What a beat, eh? It's like a competition or something? How, <laughs> how far can we throw the small guys? <laughs> I think Hobbs is winning with that one, though. Holy shit. <laughs> Again, that's probably because it was Dante Martin, though. Yeah. Comparing this to the, the their very first match wasn't great, but like the the two matches, including this one that they've mm-hmm. had since, have been much much better. Um, yeah, Dante just doing that that, that big jump to the outside that where he spins and then Aye. sort of seems to hang in the air for a while. 
I was like, how are you doing spin. <laughs> it's like, it's madness. Uh, it's not enough because Hobbs gets a hold of him and <laughs> throws him <laughs> through <laughs> the ring and, and wins. That fucking move at the end was insane, hey? Just big, dirty spine buster. A massive, dirty, big spine buster. And I have to admit, I was... Well, I wasn't too sure because it was all... They've already got Keith Lee. They've already got Wardlow. Are they really going to put Hobbs in there? Yes. And then they yes, fucking they did. Are. So, uh, three Holy of the men... In the, what, what is this? Six all together? Six men all together. And three of them are big fuckers. This is going to be a meat slapper of a ladder match. <laughs> As Ty said, they're going to need bigger ladders. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think. If you if you wanted to make this a six man meat slapper, who else have you got in AEW? Um, Bear Country. <laughs> oh fuck! I Jesus, All right? Throw in one of the bears. Uh, fuck! Throw in Lance Archer. Oh, I Lance Archer. Ten. And um, oh, you've ten. I oh, fuck. There you go. <laughs> Can't all be big heavyweights. Because that boy's not taking <laughs> bumps off the top of ladders. <laughs> oh fuck! No, no way. <laughs> oh, I think it'll, it'll be a mix of match. You're gonna have these three big heavyweights and then three fucking mad high flyers. You could have Ray Phoenix's return being one of them. Yes, yes, because he is back in the ring again. Hmm. Um, like three polar opposites so three big heavyweights and then three of the smallest high flyers around I can't call who's going to win that even with the just mm. with the three that's in there at the minute obviously the story it's... beforehand was it was going to be Wardlow but now that yeah. story may so uh, that's why I say maybe if, if Wardlow wins you might see him face turn at Revolution when, or if he doesn't win and he's sitting getting ridiculed all night, they could still do the face turn. Yeah. But it makes sense. Uh, but nah, you can't really do it then because that match will likely start and MJF be too busy getting ready for his call at the dock or match to be Stephen mm. uh, Wardlow's TNT title shot. So, yeah. Uh, uh, backstage segments. The Bonnie's going to lose to Jade Cargill Cargo next week. You mean the Riddler? <laughs> the R- I know. What was she wearing? Holy shit. A fucking silver jumpsuit with dollar signs on Pure it. Jim Carrey shit? Looked like Jim Carrey's Riddler. I think that's what she was going for. <laughs> Maybe. It's she's just very, such a... She's very... Um, such well, a she dressed a storm from, once, remember? Yeah. I guess so. I think, uh, she's, a, I think she's a comic book hit. Uh, she she's does, a green hair and all. She does cause cosplay and stuff. Um, hmm. But it's just like you guys are seeing her like in her gear with Aye. all the geometric shapes and all on it. And it's all cool looking. That's like I'm in a money suit this week. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, we get our five minute rookie challenge. Serena Deeb destroys Angelica. Risk doesn't look at the clock once. Nope. Do you remember a couple of weeks ago we were discussing what would you do if Lance Archer was at one side of the street and Brian Danielson was at the other? Who would you run towards? 
Probably Lance Archer. Aye, but what if it was Deben Danielson? I don't know. Who would you run towards then? Because I think I'd rather, rather run at Danielson because Deeb looks like she like just tortures you for fun. <laughs> so does like he. Danielson's got a... No, but he has a job to do, right? A, the, she, the does reason... not, she does not have to do what she's doing right now. She's doing this for the lols. <laughs> she's torturing these young people just for the crack. So she, like Danielson's all, I, we're going to build this stable. It's going to be, you know, this is, this is my plan. Thebes all, I don't have a plan. I'm just torturing these people for a laugh. <laughs> I, oh, the reason I run towards Archer because he'd make it quick. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, actually I would have agreed with you until that Texas death match. They're <laughs> uh, just going to cut you real good. <laughs> But I um sorry just just to bring it up because this deep thing I think is brilliant. I'll, uh, it, it is I uh, and I'll make sure not to get any Texas Death matches. Mm. I'm loving the fact that it's getting well. The, she's only done the two, but the first one was a minute. The second one was exactly two minutes. So I wonder if she's going to get a longer minute each time, and then maybe is there someone going to push her to nearly the five? And is that when she'll snap and just kill someone? Somebody has to genuinely push her to the five, though. But does that class as a win? Uh, as much... Well, it's the same thing with Jungle Boy and Jericho. It's... Hey, would I? That's that's the rules. If you last five minutes, you that, win. That is the rules, though. Yeah. Um, And then we get the main event, Trent Beretta versus Jay White. And I would say this is a lot of people's first time seeing Jay White. Jesus. Oh, he's so good. He's so good. He's so smooth. He hasn't even been wrestling so fast. Nope. Nope. Um. Yeah. Uh, these two would know each other. Like both from, uh, both from New Japan. New Japan. Um, Jay White throwing out some Tanahashi mocking shit because <laughs> <in the middle laughs> just because he's Jay White and winding up Tanahashi is what he does. Fuck you, Tanahashi. That <laughs> oh, <laughs> was God. really good. I love, who was I had to explain to them though? No, it was Jericho just started shouting, he's playing some air guitar and it was Excalibur sort of to go obviously mocking Tanahashi there and you're like, yeah. I keep up Jericho, come on dude, fuck. I think Jericho would know because he's He's faced Tanahashi. Should know what he what he does. I think he even said on before he thinks. He, he just said he said on commentary about oh, this is mm-hmm. one of his favorite matches of all time. Um, his his deadlift German suplex is so good as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we get the. Uh, Obviously, Jay White wins with the Blade Runner. Uh, it's mm. really good match. Really good introduction to Jay White. Um, and I hope we see a good bit more of him. Not sure how long he's going to stick around in America. He's been in America for a good while now. Um, well, he was at the he was at that Impact. I won't call it a pay per view. It was one of those you know those they're, specials, they're specials they do. Yeah. Aye, he was at that live last night as well, so he's a fucking busy man, hey? Mm. And then he, he's doing New Japan Strong uh, as well. Mm. Fair play to him, he's busy, busy man. Aye, last night he kicked the girl as a destiny out of Bullet Club. Oh! 
Jesus, they kicked they, the, they, 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 they've been there since the start. Well, he kicked them out and he brought the good brothers back in. Oh, fuck. I thought you might be interested to hear that. <laughs> that's, the good brothers pretty, are back in the Volo Club. That's a pretty big deal there. And there Aye. <laughs> so I wonder, uh, wonder will we see the big LG and the machine gun back on impact? And then or what happens? On impact, sorry, on AEW. What happens when Kenny comes back? That, Who's man, on whose side? I, this is all blowing up again. So it's going to be a civil war. <laughs> civil war. Amazing. See how OJ White making ball club relevant again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's about us done for this week. Ah. Next week, the wait is over. Mm-hmm. Elden Ring. It's good. You know what? Next week could be a Elden Ring special, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have plenty to say about it. Um, mm-hmm. And you know what we need to do next week as well? Please remind me to do What's this. That? Let's do some predictions. Mm-hmm. For Revol- predictions? Re- Revolution. Oh, that's gonna, yeah, 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 yeah. That's going to be the, the last one we do before Revolution's yes. on. So I'd like to just We've never done that. No, we've never yeah. and it's always on it's 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 fun to do and then you know like Jesus I was wrong. Yep. Um so we should yep. definitely give that a go. Definitely. But for now, let's get the hell out of here. Yep. See ya chumps. Bye. Bye.